Be seated. I guess I missed the last hymn there. Sorry about that. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, Karina, I didn't even remember the Barbie fishing pole story. Oh my goodness, I remember now, uh, Elise had a Barbie fishing pole, uh, and I had, when we were down in Florida, um, our house, we had a, a, a pretty big lake, it was actually a big skiing lake and fishing lake that we had uh, access to, and I had a little uh, bass boat, and so I took Elise out, she was probably about five years old, same age as Karina there, and she had a little Barbie fishing pole, and I'd put a little yellow swimmy on the fishing pole. First cast, we cast it out, now the lake um, had a lot of um, a little seaweed and things like that, and so she was having a hard time getting it in, and it, it kept snagging, you know, and she said, Dad, I, I, think, I, I think I caught a fish, and I said, no, no, you're just snagged on something here, let me help you, and so she was riding in, she caught a fish, a little bass, first cast of her whole life, and so she thought that she should catch a fish every time you put a lure in the water. So that was not um, a good thing for Elise because she was disappointed when she didn't catch fish after fish after fish. But going into the story here, and that is the, the text for our meditation today, is this gospel lesson of the fishermen. Now, why does Jesus call the fishermen? Um, there's, surely there could have been other people in, around the Sea of Gennesaret, which is the Sea of Galilee, uh, that he could have called. Um, you know, you have a tax collector that he is eventually going to call um, up north and Capernaum, right on the Sea of Galilee. Why not go to him first? Why go to the fishermen first? What's well, to fulfill Scripture? It's so that the Scripture could be fulfilled. It's not an accident that Jesus goes and calls fishermen. Jeremiah the prophet had spoke about this. If you turn in your Bibles to Jeremiah 16, verse 16, the ESV um, version is, is pretty good. I really like the NIV version because it really gets after the, the heart. But Jeremiah 16, 16 says this, But now I will send for many fishermen, declares the Lord, and they will catch them. After, I will send, after that I will send many hunters, and they will hunt them down on every mountain and hill and from every crevice of the rocks. These are the exiles. The fi these fishermen that God is going to call are going to go out and fish for the exiles and bring them back home. The hunters are going to go out and as if hunt for the exiles to bring them back into the presence of God in Jerusalem. It is another exile, another exodus, if you will, another exodus from slavery, but this time in bondage to the Babylonians, fishermen are going to go out and catch these people, and bring them into a new exodus, an exodus that will surpass the old, ancient exodus out of Egypt. So Jesus comes, and he comes to the Sea of Galilee, and he gets in the boat, and he is on top of the water. Now, he's not walking on the water, but he is, I guess, do boats, I had that little bass boat, I guess it kind of hovers over the water. That ought to take you right back to the creation. Because the Spirit of God was hovering over the water. And with a word, God creates the heavens and the earth. He brings forth life. So when Jesus puts out into the deeper water, with a word, what does He bring forth? He brings forth life. 
He brings forth more than just life. He brings forth an abundance of fish. Now, Peter, it was Simon in our text, but it is Simon Peter, he is, um, he's, he's a fisherman. He understands. He knows the patterns of the Sea of Galilee. He knows his spots. He probably was fishing in his favorite spot. The Sea of Galilee is fed by springs of water from underneath and from the Jordan River that comes out of Mount Hermon. He probably found one of his favorite spots, one of those warm springs that was bringing water up where the fish loved to go and to feed. And there he would let his nets down and he would have a catch, but he had none. And he had toiled him and his partners for the whole night and they had none. Have you ever had a day like that where you got nothing done, nothing accomplished? It seems like the harder you worked, the the less you got done. Have you ever been in that situation? Well, that's where uh, Simon Peter's at and James and John as well. They had toiled all night and they had nothing. Now they're going to have to go home to wives. We're going to ask, how'd your day go, honey? Fished all night, got nothing. Now I don't know how long they had gone without fish. Uh, Maybe they had fished the day before. But if there's no fish coming out of the Sea of Galilee, well, the market, you know, the price is going to go up. It's just supply and demand. Well, then they've put their tails between their legs and they have their heads down and they're mending their nets and putting their nets together and say, well, that's that. We'll give it a go tomorrow or tomorrow, this evening, tonight. Because that's when you fish. You fish at night. You don't fish during the day. They're done. The fish, if they didn't get caught at night, they're definitely not going to get caught during the day. Fish can see better in lighted water than dark water, right? I'm not even a fisherman, and I can tell you that. And so when Jesus comes up and he says, I'll push out into the deeper water, Simon, for a catch, you have to imagine that Peter, Simon, goes, yeah, right. We've toiled all night, Lord, Master. But at your word... And isn't that the key? At your word, I will do it. I will let the nets down. And so here is the Logos. The Word made flesh. The Word of God made flesh. This is the Son of God is now in a boat over the waters and He calls forth life. This is God on the water and in the boat calling forth life. And guess what the fish in the Sea of Galilee do? They swim toward him. They come to him. They come to the boat, not only the boat, but they let the nets down, and these fish are climbing over each other to get into these nets. These fish are vying for a position in the nets. The nets aren't big enough to hold every single fish in the Sea of Galilee, but you better believe that every fish in the Sea of Galilee was coming and was trying to get into those nets. Every fish. All of them. They could only catch what the nets could fill without completely busting and breaking. That's the scene today. They lift these nets up, and Simon, Peter, and James, and John have never in their lives seen anything like this. They bring in so many fish that two boats are about to capsize because of the haul. Now don't let the laws of supply and demand escape you here. Because you have to imagine 
that taking these fish to market is going to bring an amazing, an amazing haul. But what do, what does Peter and James and John do? They don't go to market, do they? No, they are beside themselves with the glory of this person, this man who is not a man at all. This is God incarnate. And they see it and recognize it. And they say, Lord, especially Peter says, Lord, away from me, for I am a sinful man. And what does Jesus say in response? Do not be afraid. From now on, you will be fishers of men. And by saying this, Jesus is saying, Jeremiah 16, 16 is fulfilled in you. You will be those that God had promised would be fishers for the exiles, for those who would be brought back out of captivity. This new exodus that will occur, it's happening right now in our hearing. This is the fulfillment of that scripture. And the exodus, the exodus isn't just out of Babylon or out of slavery in Egypt. No, the exodus is the exodus from sin, death, and the power of the devil. The words of Simon, I am a sinful man. The fact of his sinfulness will be redeemed by the one in the boat, by Jesus. When you heed the call of Christ, as Simon Peter is going to do, God will provide everything that is needed. He will provide everything that is necessary. He will take care of every possible need that there is. There is nothing that we as a congregation or a church need to worry about at all when we heed the call <coughs> of God through Jesus Christ. When he says, who will go for us and whom shall we send? Our response, like Matthew, I mean like, like Simon, and, and certainly Matthew later, but James and John, here I am. Send me. Send me. <clears throat> and I don't care what your profession is. God draws life to himself. And you're probably already there in your life where you have seen God draw to you in your profession. Whatever your fish is, He has drawn this to you so that you can be sustained in the work that He has given you. Simon and James and John, their response, I don't deserve it. And neither do you. And neither do I. But we go forth in faith like Simon. <coughs> Interesting footnote, and we'll end with this. This is the same spot. This shore on the Sea of Galilee is the same spot where after Simon denies Jesus Christ three times, Jesus will meet him here at this spot on this shore, and he will reinstate Peter into the ministry. Amen.
And now may the peace of God, it transcends our ability to understand, keep your hearts and your minds ever focused on your Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen.